people are going to grow up and the internet is there and the internet people are i think what we've seen with this last election with democrats getting the majority people are starting to actually understand how the world works and they realize that it's really not a lot of benefit for them to vote republican party even though they say that oh we're about family values and we're about this that and the third when in reality that's not what their policies are about they'll well, say oh abortion so support us but then they'll go and try to screw you over in every way but because you're so passionate about that abortion you're gonna vote for them and it's like yeah it's but like, what about what about the fact that a lot of counties or a lot of states they voted for joe biden at the top but then they voted down ticket republican just because they wanted that balance and they want that opposition in there and even though they they voted for biden because of maybe they were turned off from trump they still wanted republicans in there yeah because let's be real though like most of america yo what's going on everyone welcome to a pretty normal podcast i am your host xavier diaz And like I announced last week, I have started streaming the show live on Facebook and YouTube so anyone can join me in the chat and get involved in the conversation. I'll always post the audio to the podcast, that will not change, but I do definitely enjoy streaming the show. It makes it way more interactive and it lets me cover topics in a faster and a more timely manner. And the way things are going right now in society, people want content, they want it now, things are always happening, so it's good to have these live streams where I can just hop on, I can talk about things, and people can join me. It's really fun, so definitely make sure to subscribe and like the pages on Facebook and YouTube, that way you can join me next time. In this episode, I am joined by Rob and Perry, two great friends of the show who have come on in the past and have discussed politics with me. I always love talking politics with these dudes, and who better to bring on when the U.S. is falling into chaos? There's been a lot to cover since last week's events at the Capitol building, but we get into all of it, discussing Trump's social media ban, the House voting to impeach him for the second time, what Joe Biden's best move going forward is, and what will become of the GOP and more. So I don't want to take up too much more time. This was a really lengthy episode, but it's great. So make sure you listen all the way to the end because we have really, really great discussion and we try and cover both sides of the perspectives when it comes to freedom of speech and social media censorship and everything else, trying to dissect what the criticism online has been. Make sure to subscribe to A Pretty Normal Podcast so you get notified every time a new episode drops. This show can be found on Spotify, Google, Apple, and all other podcast streaming platforms. Subscribe and please leave a review. It helps people find the show. Leave us a five-star rating if you enjoy the content. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at A Pretty Normal, and make sure you subscribe on YouTube, which is youtube.com slash Productions. If you enjoy the free content and the interviews I produce, I kindly ask you to go check out the website, www.aprettynormal.com, and check out the merchandise we have on there. You might find some fresh gear that you could give to your loved one this Valentine's Day. Now, without further ado, my name's Xavier Diaz, and you're now listening to A Pretty Normal Podcast. You're listening to A Pretty Normal Podcast, a show that highlights the fascinating stories and thought-provoking moments that make up our lives. My name's Xavier Diaz, and I want to hear your story.
Yo, super excited to be here with Rob and Perry. You guys have been on the show before. Welcome to the uh, Pretty Normal Podcast Live. It's great to have you guys. And with so much going on, it, you two were the two people that I wanted to get on the show. I needed to have y'all opinion because there's so much going on between impeachment, between the parlor stuff getting shut down. It's just a lot of topics. So I'm very excited to have you both here. Welcome. That's good, man. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Talk to you again. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, you guys have been on the show uh, once, even though we recorded two episodes. But the first one we did in a restaurant and it was way too loud. That shit was never released. I actually wonder if I have those files. Oh, Let's good. put out the lost tapes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. It, was good, it was a good episode, man. We talked about some deep shit. I don't remember anything about that, honestly. I don't remember what we well, talked about. I just remember it being loud. But those are the lost tapes. One day they're going to come out. I told out. you the meaning of life, man. I told you the meaning of life and y'all just missed all that, see? <laughs> true that but it'll be released one day hey we're gonna set the show off real quick and let's get it popping Yo, so hard. like I said, that went kind of hard. That hey, crazy. that shit is hard, right? Kind of hard. Quality of that, man. I'm oh. about to tell you. Goodness gracious. Ooh, yeah. I didn't know you had it like that. That's what's up, man. I know, right? I know. We had to up our shit. shit man. Oh, we had to up our shit. 2021. Yo, very excited to have you both on here, Robin Perry. Uh, there's been a lot since last week, the events at the Capitol building. This is like the craziest lame duck session I think we could have ever imagined. Like Obama shit was real quiet. Oh, wow. I, I forgot think. he was lame duck, dude. Boy. Right? It went <laughs> so seamless. It went seamless. This is pretty rocky. And, you know, we haven't talked in a while, but we always send each other articles and stuff. And we're always kind of keeping in touch through text. So right now I got the first appearance of Donald Trump since he got kicked off of Twitter. This is his first public appearance. It's like the first statement he could really put out like in a with a I guess a reach because he doesn't have social media right now. So, I wanted to watch that with you and then get y'all reactions if you're cool with that. No, let's go. Let's do it. Hey, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let me share this audio. Hey, all right. Let me know if you could hear this too. Before we begin, I'd like to say yeah. free speech I hear it. <clears throat> never before the 25th amendment is of zero risk to me but will come back to haunt joe biden and the biden administration as the expression goes be careful what you wish for the impeachment hoax is a continuation of the greatest and most vicious witch hunt in the history of our country and is causing tremendous anger and division and pain far greater than most people will ever understand which is very dangerous for the USA, especially at this very tender time. And now I'd like to briefly address the events of last week. Millions of our citizens watched on Wednesday as a mob stormed the Capitol and trashed the halls of government. As I have consistently said throughout my administration, we believe in respecting America's history and traditions, not tearing them down. We believe in the rule of law, not in violence or rioting. Now is the time for our nation to heal, and it's time for peace and for calm. 
respect for law enforcement and the <clears throat> people within law enforcement, so many are here, is the foundation of the MAGA agenda. And we're a nation of law and we're a nation of order. All right, so I want to get your reactions on that. That was last night. That was the only public like statement and appearance that Trump has done since the events at the Capitol building. What do you What are your thoughts? You go first, Rob. You look. You look like honestly. <laughs> honestly, I like zoned out halfway through because I don't like. <laughs> no, nah, but seriously though, um, the whole thing about like law enforcement just makes me want to like cough bullshit because like. I thought that we've established that blue lives don't matter when you killed a cop and had another one uh, kill himself afterwards. And then you were torturing another one by crushing them in the door. So that whole like blue lives matter or like any kind of respect for law enforcement when you like trampled over them and like maced them and threw tear gas at them. Why are we acting like we 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 well, I'm confused about why we're trying to act like we care about law enforcement now or at least that's that Cause that's his PR thing. That's his like, he's gotta, he's always gotta at least appear to be on the side of law enforcement. And that's, I I guess the messaging. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the PR side of it. Of course, but it's just hypocrisy. Like, Mm -hmm. like, my thing thing with it is like, you know, people have been using the term gaslighting a lot. Mm -hmm. Like since he became president and it's often misused. People use it as like (laughs) a synonym for lying. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, to gaslight somebody is to, effectively tell them like your reality is not real like it's kind of lying but it's also like you know completely distorting what the truth is this man's coming on here saying um you know we, we, we have we've been saying consistently da, da, da. it's like the only thing that's been consistent has been the call like your lies <laughs> right the lies have been very consistent the election was stolen blah blah, blah. and now you we, we've always respected law and order like Okay. No, you, don't. you don't respect law and order. You don't. You don't. And like, I don't know, man. It's yeah. I kind of zone out whenever this man talks because it's like, oh, here he goes. So, yeah, <laughs> especially because he's only got like a week left. There's literally only a week left to the inauguration, and like he, like I said, I I don't remember what happened during the Obama lame duck session because it was just so seamless, but. Nah, this man got to make everything super rocky. And I know on a foreign side, uh, foreign policy, he's also making shit real fucking hard, but domestically. So I wanted to ask you both. What do you think about the impeachment that happened today? It went through in the House. They voted. I think we saw that coming because the Democrats control the House. Senate, I'm a little curious as to what it's going to fall under. But what do you think about impeachment slash removal? Because what I see from conservative pundits, people on Fox News, they're trying to go out there and say that impeachment would only hurt the country more, that Joe Biden got to call Pelosi and the squad. This is words from Lindsey Graham. He's got to call them up and tell them not to do it because that will only further divide the country. What do you think about that? Uh, Yeah, I'll go first. Like, I, I understand people's thoughts and concerns regard, regarding like uh, potentially more violence. Well, there's probably going to be more violence. They've said they wanted to do more violence. Uh, I understand like the divisions between the country or whatever, but like, bro, not a single one of these like politicians has been held to account for anything they've done, like mm-hmm. any of them. And like real talk, I, I, I think that 
Impeachment is absolutely on the cards. I thought it was on the cards last time. It was appropriate last time. I think it's appropriate this time. It would have been appropriate for Obama. Frankly, they could have impeached him for that Edward Snowden that that breach thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think he should have got removed, but he he could have been impeached for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a it's not a, the 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 impeachment tool is like it's a check against executive power. That's what it's supposed to be. Anytime that executive power overreaches, like Congress should impeach. So now, I thought before I get you, sir, yeah. Mm, before I get you in, Rob. So then the question becomes, would that interfere with Joe Biden's first 100 days and the first and like the transition? Would that just be a further block for him instead of actually going for what his agenda is and trying to push that? It's only seven days at this point. Like he's off. We got him off off social media and stuff. Like, what, what do you say to that? To me or Rob? To you first and then Rob. Okay. I, get your full uh, I, I, would, I would just say like. There's no reason that it has to be an impediment to getting Biden's cabinet appointed or anything. Like, there's no reason that it has to be like a roadblock. If it is, that's because of bureaucracy and just politics. On the merits, this man should be impeached for what happened last week. He should be impeached for many, many things, frankly. But I don't think that we need to be concerning ourselves with like, oh, this is going to mess up Biden, whatever. It's like, well, we don't know that. It might. But in 20 years, I bet we prefer on the record that this man was a piece removed for what he did. Mm-hmm. Rob, if I can get you in there. I agree. Um, I don't think impeachment or removal will make things worse. From my understanding, if you were to impeach and remove him, forgive me if I'm conflating two different ideas, but doesn't that mean that he doesn't get to like collect those lifetime benefits of being a former president doesn't that mean that he can't run for office ever again and it basically uh, he forfeits like the secret server protection and all those other things that cost tax dollars Mm -hmm. i think that it begs the question of i don't care if you're republican or democrat if inciting a riot to go after elected officials isn't an impeachable offense then what is Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. seriously, like there's even though it's only like a few days, like it don't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't like, matter. Just the principle of what he did. And I mean, we can talk about it later. We can talk about it now. But like when you incite a riot that by all means would have killed elected officials, mm-hmm. it's amazing that only five or six people died. I and I'm not just saying that from, uh, oh, I want to see a bloodbath, but mm-hmm. I would expect to see a bloodbath if any mob charged at our elected officials i feel like that's why we have a 750 billion dollar defense budget so that we can put holes in people that try to harm our elected officials i don't care if they would have stormed uh uh what's her name um nancy pelosi's office i don't care if they would have stormed mitch mcconnell's office it's the principle if you were to storm donald trump right now i expect you to get turned into shredded cheese it doesn't (laughs) matter if i agree with the guy you're Mm -hmm. you forfeit your right to life when you storm elected officials so i just want to get that out there so impeachment would not make things and removal would not make things work worse i think it's a very warranted thing based off of what he's already done specifically on wednesday alone we don't even have to talk about the other stuff but what happened last week alone is more than enough yeah Yeah. and and that's what it seems like it's like for these conservative pundits on fox news and like the Lindsey Grahams out there that are trying to say like, oh, don't do this. It's all about like, oh, oh shit, things got party sh- before country. It's yeah, party yeah, before and, country. But it's also just like, oh shit, things got really bad now. Whoa, 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 everybody slow down. It's like nobody was saying slow down when like Donald Trump was out there trying to say that the election was fraudulent and everything. Like everybody was yeah, like, a basis quiet about it or going with it. Who yeah. stole the election? How was it done? What proof mm. do you have? 
Mm. So and now that everything is like shit hit the fan, they're like, oops, well, we need unity. It's like, well, what the <laughs> fuck? You would have never said unity if it didn't get this bad. And the worst part of this whole post-insurrection thing is like the whole trying to conflate, not conflate, but like draw an equivalency between what happened last summer and what happened last week. Like, I've seen that too. Like, we, and like, it's, it's completely devoid of really context. Quick. We can solve that really quick. Well, well, the thing is, like, with what, and I won't just say the right is, has a problem with this because everybody does, but like, context is important. You can say, like, you know, it sounds bad that, you know, somebody stormed the Capitol. You could probably draw a scenario up where that makes sense, like, from a left wing perspective. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my fault. You could absolutely make the case for doing, like, c- committing a violent act like this. But what's the context? What you mean? What, what you mean? Like, I don't know if I agree with that. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of an extreme take, so bear with me. <laughs> let's say let's say in Austin reality, uh, Trump did win, and they did in fact steal votes from Biden, and he somehow ousted all the congressional Democrats, and he was going to push through some crazy, you know, three-term thing like some Putin type thing, going into November sixth or uh, January sixth, and everybody's like, "Yo, we can't let this we can't let this go." They're actually trying to take the country, and like there was like demonstrable proof that it was happening. Like, there is a world where you can make the case that such violence would be necessary, but, but what, we, what are we doing it for? I don't know about getting yeah. into that building, though. I, yeah, I agree I with the marching on to like, the march, but yeah. once you get into that building, that's like whatever side, whatever ideology you're trying to push is too far. And I think that one thing that people kind of don't really take seriously enough because we live in such a safe society in this day age is once you try to overthrow a government you are making yourself a combatant that's just that's just the fact of life so if you're gonna risk your life for one of those things like that yes you're right there are i guess i I see what perry's saying there are situations where the left could storm the capital if you make those kind of decisions but you better be willing to die because you're effectively putting yourself up against the world's strongest military and I mean, are you though? <laughs> like, yeah, really? Well, <laughs> I think it was a joke. I, I think we could. <laughs> Yo, I think that I think if it was any oh, yeah, other I mean, ideology, them, but go ahead. I think if there was any other reason for why they were there and why they were breaking in, the law enforcement and the security around it would have been a whole different conversation. I don't think it's ever possible to compare. Like, so if like let's say they wanted to march on to the Capitol uh, because the left wanted to get yeah, like- It would have been, it would have been adequate security there. Yeah, They would have been, been, been like, whoa, you guys are socialists? All right, we're fucking locking this shit down before it even starts. Like, right. that's, that's why that's it's really all, hard to compare. And that's that's, all, that's what I'm trying to get at is that like political violence, I mean, I don't agree with the violent aspect of political violence, but like I can understand- There's a, a political, place for you. Yeah, there's a, there's I can understand the case for a political uprising. Mm-hmm. Based on what the like what the merits are, this was completely without merit. Like like you y'all, you were lying to yeah, you were lying to these people for two three months or whatever however long it's been, and y'all just gassed them. Y'all knew y'all was lying. You gassed them up, you know. And and then, by the way, nobody should be surprised by this. I'm not trying to say this as a smug leftist, but like look at what happened when these dudes, these are the same people who stormed Michigan's uh, state house, who tried to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. Like they've been doing crazy stuff. Like they try to run Biden's van off the road before the I'm election. Ask, at what point does this become ter- domestic terrorism? I'm just like, what do we have a word day one? Day what one. Do have, what do we have the word terrorism for if not storming the Capitol to harm elected officials, to stop a legitimate vote, 
at what point do we just start calling these terrorists and traitors for the people who both served in the military and who are off-duty officers who stormed the Capitol? Like, that's treason, fam. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not even sorry. No, that's text of treason. So the FBI dude, like, he's like, yo, sedition. We're looking at everything. Like, it's not, I don't think that anybody's pulling, like, any rhetorical punches at this point. Like, it's not hyperbole to say that this was sedition right traitors. Like, I don't think, or domestic terrorists. At the least you can call them as domestic terrorists at this point. Yeah, you know? at the yo, very least. The, uh, uh, did you guys see there was the Olympic gold medalist who was there? Like, what are you doing, bro? You're a fucking Olympic gold medalist. He was competing for a Darwin Award, man. He was for a Darwin Award tonight. One dude tased himself that. in the balls. He was trying to, like, one-up him. Like, what a on, bad way to here. go out, man. What a terrible way to go out. Oh, man, and that's the way you deserve to go out when you do stupid shit. <laughs> like, stupid games win stupid prizes. That's the thing. Yo, and then, so the other thing, it was like a knee-jerk reaction. Like, as soon as, as it was happening, uh, the Capitol building siege and all that, like, I went on Twitter and I was trying to follow it and stuff. And instantly I saw people say like, well, where were people, where were these politicians when Antifa and BLM were rioting and fucking looting and burning and all that? And it's like, oh my God, it was, I knew it. And it, as it was happening, they were already saying it. And then the other one was, they were trying to say that it was like some type of psyop shit where it was actually Antifa as paid actors trying to be Trump supporters. And it was like, yo, what are y'all saying? And it now the new one. Love them. It probably was a handful of MNT fans. It was, yeah, they, they went ahead and got the racist tattoos and whatnot. And they went yeah, ahead. I'm sure, I'm sure that it was probably a you need to, I need to see there. some evidence of that because the shit but, that they were putting that as evidence was the dumb. It was like we have know, facial recognition of like this from the Washington Times. And it was like, oh man, this is dumb. Need, to take the, the responsibility. Yeah, I don't think we need any evidence. I'm sure it was some in there, like who just yeah, wanted to like father six got in there. But 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 we're learning more. It's like about the five or six plot. black people that was in that capital. Like, yo, right, yeah, it was a few of them. Like <laughs> but the plot, the plot, the overall plot to throw over to our government that day. We're learning mm-hmm. how deep that was, and that was not in Tifa. Like that was not no left wing mm-hmm. thing. Like you guys did, y'all were in reconnaissance on the building. Y'all had y'all planning. removed the panic buttons allegedly. You ain't panic buttons. Yeah, like, we gotta talk about that. Crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Ayanna Presley, Ayanna Presley's fucking office. Alleged, well, supposedly, I don't know if there's gonna be an investigation. So far, what her spokesperson is saying, they ripped out the the panic buttons, and she said she had used them. She had like maintained. Yeah, like they were, they were good. Yeah, testing them out. And he said they weren't there when she went for them. Like that's y'all man. And then that's the roll on this. They were given like some uh, some type of tours the day before and shit. Like. Yep. It's yeah, like, you shouldn't know where Nancy Trump. Pelosi's office is. That shit is hidden. Like you ain't you ain't supposed to go up in there and be like, oh, let me make a left here. Oh, here we go. Like, nah, man, it's just in the back. It's I'm a maze. You gotta go through the yeah. door, man. Like it ain't. Come on, man. Well, and, then, and then Trump had like had the Proud Boys leader in the in the White House recently or something like that. Like, bro, I mean, I, I don't want to be too conspiratorial because we got too much of that going on in society. But there are some serious questions to be asked. Yeah. That's what like, I was gonna say, man. Now that we're raising questions, like the people that were uh, during this pandemic being called uh, conspiracy theorists, now they're looking at us like, oh, well, what are you saying now? Ha, ha, ha. And then the other one that I've seen that's uh, that's gotten, I guess, big on, on social media, people saying, this wasn't a revolution. This wasn't a uh, riot. This wasn't anything. This was Don't just theater. In like a third Don't world. Downplay that shit. It's like, you know, downplay that shit because if they had actually ran into politicians it would have been a way different story but the fact that they evacuated them under and that we have that system in place that is something that cannot be overlooked if not for yo, eugene goodman dude yo shout eugene out I got, a, I got a couple of them shout out to eugene goodman shout out to <laughs> colin alred i'm sorry the dude that used to play for the titans and shout out to hakeem jeffries man because yo 
when they was like yo get under the tables in case this place gets uh ransacked dude took off his jacket he said yo i'm gonna take off my slim fit jacket i'm gonna take <laughs> off my top because <laughs> he said he said he said yo if it, if if whatever happens happens i got a better chance of surviving <laughs> like yo, shout out to him and shout out. Hey. It was also um, it was a white dude who was um he, he was also a representative. He served in the military, and he did the opposite, but in the most respectable way. He got a lot of the interns and a lot of I guess the news people and led them into his office, like while the um while the chambers was getting um bom- oh. bombarded. I, f- I forgot his name. I'm so sorry. I can't uh. I can't I can't remember, but dude was like former military, he seen combat and he took charge and he led the people out of there that was weak. So you have two sides of the spectrum. You got some dudes that's elected officials ready to throw down, and you got <laughs> other ones that's like legit getting like the weak out of there. Like, yo, that's kind of what I want from my elected officials. Like, nah, if you're not ready right. to protect or fight for like what really matters, like get the hell out of office, fam. Like, nah, what the nah, hell are you doing? I don't know, man. I don't need that as a as a prerequisite that they could box and shit. Like I don't want my legs to be involved. some good ideas that way. Giuliani was on to something. It should be trial by combat. Let Mitch McConnell and Bernie <laughs> Sanders get in the ring, and whoever wins, that's who gets to pass their health care plan. Oh, oh, man. Come I on, bro. On Bernie. You got the stamina. Let AOC and Sarah Palin throw the fair one, man. I want to see that, man. I want to see that. <laughs> oh man, yo, I'm that's. Like, yeah, I mean. If if you if like again if if you didn't have that Eugene Coleman's video where he leaves the mob away from the thing, say it right so yeah, Goodman, my fault, Goodman, right. Goodman. Eugene Goodman. If they didn't if he didn't leave them away from that room, it would have been bro. It would have been bad. Well, it would have been you bad. know what it been? It would have been a lot of dead terrorists, honestly. Because yes, he led them away, but they had that door covered. It's just if they would have came through, it would have been more Becky's. And I will disrespect her. I'm not saying her name. It will be more dead Becky's and Chad's. Or trying to rush the chambers because at that point it's not a oh stand back it's like no dude we're taking headshots at this point that's well, why but, yeah, but that's right. okay. at that point they did not have that secured that that hallway like leading into the chamber that part right there was not secured there was nobody right there that's, that's why he saying, was, would, that's what i'm saying if they would have got in there those guys that you saw that were boarding up the door that were behind the barricaded door with the oh, piano yeah. looking thing in front of it they would have yeah. then taken shots at everybody coming through there and it would have been bodies it yeah, would have definitely mean, been bodies. like those been, once you make yeah, that final problem, line bro headshots man but the problem like, is like happening. if if that was to happen like that's why i was kind of like man don't 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 start shooting in there because while well, the, se- the secret service and them could have probably or whoever else was in there capitol police they could have definitely defended themselves a little bit but it was too many of the trumpers man it's too many of them there's I mean, a lot but- like, but yo, when you I t- watched that Eugene Goodman video, like the audacity of them to actually run and chase law enforcement, I'm like, yo, I've never oh, yeah, seen. Oh yeah, blue lives don't matter like, to them, bro. Yeah, like blue you guys are matter. chasing them, not the other way around. Yeah, what blue, is going blue on? Blue lives matter aside, like I have not seen people be that aggressive, like instigate, Ooh. like before before they actually to a like, cop, to yeah. the cops, man. Before they get like, disrespectfulness, bro. Like when they was outside with the gates still, and like I'm watching like the dude switch to the audio so we could hear the the actual protest. And like they was like cursing the cops out, like trying to take the gate from them and hitting them with the gate. I'm like, what is this? Nah, this what is wild. This is wild. Let's be never very clear. This. Let's be very clear. All right. We are anti-police brutality. I don't think anybody on this show is anti-police. Let's just get that out the way. I think oh, that yeah, the yeah. police should be funded differently. We might have uh, differences in how we think about how much money they get, but nobody in here is is anti-police. All right. If you kill a, a cop who's doing his job. 
correctly, you're a piece of shit. I mean, you get what you mm-hmm. get coming. So that being said, yeah, man, blue lives don't matter to them folks, man. That shit was just obviously a cover up because we wanted to hold cops accountable. So let's check just it put up, that man. on. I don't, I don't want to hear nothing from anybody anymore about blue lives matter. Like it's, it's dead. Yeah, it's dead. about it. It's completely over. That whole you, movement. You is want over the, you be one to death with a fire extinguisher. You've made it very clear that blue lives don't matter, and then you don't even talk about it. Don't How do you not talk anything. about it? Yeah. yeah, like yo, this could be that rallying cry. Like yo, you killed a cop. Doing mm-hmm. his job to defend our elected officials. Silence. No, nah, no. Don't tell yeah. me blue lives matter. Nah, that's the thing. Lives. If you were principled and you actually cared about law and order, like you care about law and order at all times. Like it doesn't matter who is the target or anything. You care about law and order. It only matters when black and brown people in line. That's the only yeah, time law and order It's a slogan matters. for them. It's literally just a knee-jerk reaction slogan that they could say whenever they hear black You should have complied. Yeah, yeah, yeah Becky should have complied too. She brought the storm Congress. That's <laughs> one in the neck. I mean, I do I, like I do feel bad for her like family like because that sucks, man. Like she left a kid behind and a husband. Like, bro, she's a terrorist. Yeah, you should win from. You should you I you from from like watching domestic terrorism. I understand that, but like, I mean, let's not pretend we can't like uh, be 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 led to understand people who do like terrible like terrorist like level things. Like, I mean, there's plenty. Of, like Jack Ryan is about that. You guys seen Jack Jack Ryan? But um, like. I, she was a bad person at the in the end, but she was a veteran like at one point, or she died a veteran. She was a veteran, yeah. but like where did she fly in from? Like Washington, right? She came from. No, Florida. she's from San Diego. She's from San Diego. She got right, that's a long way across the country to commit treason. She that's a long died way. breaking the oath that she swore to protect, bro. Like that's look, and, and, that's and I got I, yeah. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm really not. I'm just saying like. From a at human a standpoint, point, yes. For her family, sure. No, yes. no. Well, yeah, well, that too. But I'm saying, at a certain point, we need, we do need to really investigate how these people get radicalized like this. I think that it's pretty clear. Like as a leftist, mm-hmm. like we've been telling y'all for years, what you're doing is dangerous. The truth needs to matter. You're gonna get people killed eventually. Like and like, there's a whole lot of I told you so's going on, and I'm not trying to really get into that. But it's like, fam, you can go back and look at like. You can draw a straight line from a tea party up to this. Mm-hmm. Like it's a straight line. And they've been well, trying to like side- hide behind like this eyebrow stuff. It's like, no, you got some nasty, disgusting people on your side, fam. You well, here's, deal with it. Here's the reality of it, though. Here's the reality of it. This isn't just the Republican Party. This isn't just uh, a, a radical right thing. This is white supremacy in full form that we have to really be honest about ourselves and not be like, oh, he's playing the race car. Like, no. The Ku Klux Klan wore masks. When they took those masks off, they were lawyers, doctors, judges, police officers, etc. That's exactly who stormed the Capitol. Lawyers, doctors, judges, police officers. It wasn't. Was I know the Duck Dynasty there. joke's hilarious, but those were professional white people. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Not, not that I disagree with you, but I'm yeah, sorry. Go ahead. You should probably you should probably explain the link between wednesday and white supremacy because i've seen a lot of people like jump into it and people on the right especially are just like how has this got anything to do with like you said how does it have to do anything with race or supremacy and it's like just 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 tell the people what okay the link is okay so there's a few there's a few things and a part of me because it, it's gonna seem scattered but it's one of those things where it's happened so much that it's a very clear link but first and foremost Google it. I don't know the exact thing, but just Google it. FBI has already released several reports saying that white supremacist organizations have infiltrated the U.S. armed forces and police agencies across the country. This is a fact. 
You can Google it. I'm sorry I don't have the exact report and who did it, but this is a known fact. This is old news. That being said, mm-hmm. fast forward to people who were being arrested now. They have links to who being arrested now for storming the Capitol have known links to white supremacist organizations. Some of these were off-duty cops. Some of these were ex-military, like Becky, who took a shot in the neck. I don't know exactly if she had a white supremacist connection directly. But that being said, yeah, so I say that to say that there's a very clear line between this far right and white supremacy because it's it, you're clearly on the same side. If you're far right, you're clearly on the same side of white supremacy. There's no, oh, we're different. It's no, you're literally on the same team. You're wearing the same jersey. You're just trying to hide it by saying taxes and uh, put yourself up by your bootstraps. So I'm sorry, Perry, if there's a, a better link that you could do, um, by all means, go ahead and draw that out. Uh, well, first of all, I want to apologize, Xavier. I didn't mean to like ask this man's a question like his mind. No, 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 nah, bro. That was, that was amazing because <laughs> that is important to note. And because I've also seen it online, like people will try and conflate this and say, oh, it's because we have this system where people are really disgruntled. They don't believe in the media. We don't believe in the election results. It's all this. It's actually because the system has kicked them down for so long and they don't have this and they don't have this. But then they never talk about the xenophobia or any of that other stuff. And I think that's super Why important. Didn't they want the same, if that were the case, then it warrant the same kind of police presence that you get for Black Lives Matter protests. Why were they why were cops letting them in as though this wasn't an inside job? Why I don't did, know if you guys watch uh, Rising, um, but uh, yeah. you watch. I know you watch Rising, Xavier. Um, yeah, yeah, they were saying like everyone there who was like a reason. What's that the thing on Hulu or what is it? No, it's the Hill. Like they have like a show. It's a YouTube. Chris oh Richard. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, But they had a dude on there who was saying like he has talked to like FBI people or whatever, and he's like they basically had an ideological blind spot for these people. They not necessarily agree with them, but they don't see them as much of a threat as mm-hmm. they did Antifa, BLM, etc. Mm-hmm. And uh, but to your point, though, uh, Xavier, yeah, like I, I really don't understand why, like, you get people like Chris Winsager who talk about this stuff and they focus so much on, like, oh, these people are downtrodden, you know, mm-hmm. the corporate donor class has done XYZ. It's like, okay, fine, but over there, they yeah. have really hard, nasty, racist people and, and like destructive people, mm-hmm. like, like, and like the Republicans who would like shoot them down, like John McCain. When you seen that clip where, uh, He's at the rally or whatever during the campaign against Obama, and like the chicks, like, oh, well, I'm not a, I think he's a terrorist. Yeah, she's yeah, she's he's like, just stop. McCain tries to calm it down, but like the crowd boos him for that. It was right, and I'm like, that hand right hand. there should show you like you guys have been dealing with some really wild stuff, and like yes, yeah, the letters wild stuff on the left, but like what are people really wilding about on the left? Trans stuff, like, man. and then if i could jump in there the other big problem because i I was going to bring up that clip with mccain as like an example of yeah like the the right loves to weaponize like outrage and they love to like really get close to the fire they like to really try and play Mm -hmm. around with it try and wield it in their direction and shit towards the shit that they want but when it gets out of hand and he burns them they're just like oh well we need unity hold up everybody everybody comments <laughs> you poor heads need to prevail it's like what the fuck were they cooler heads before nah I, i'm not really trying to hear. i mean I, I yes we do need unity we've needed unity for a long time but we've been trying to tell you like they got so caught up in this culture war stuff man on the right That's a big part like, of it dog. 
you can disagree about like you know liking gay people or wanting black people to be on movies or whatever or having a section on hulu for black uh, black month history month fine because that's so but impressive to you fight. shouldn't yeah but it shouldn't then dovetail into you know not trusting like yeah like it shouldn't it just shouldn't be that man yeah i mean the right is too tolerant of people who feel like that yeah, they're too tolerant of that that, that ideology mm. and, that's and then the a, an, another point that i want to hit on is fucking everybody is trying to say well trump didn't implicitly call for violence he never called for violence he called tells everybody go home peacefully and all this and they need to hear it super implicit <laughs> for it to be violence but it's like yo straight up it doesn't have to be that <laughs> implicit for it to be like rounding people up like when you tell people yo the democrats are going to destroy your way of life you're not going to have a country if you don't come out and vote if you don't do this if you don't fight he used to send out newsletters and shit that would say like join the army for trump and he's like bro this doesn't have to be implicitly telling people go out and storm the building and do X, Y, and Z. No, like, like it's like people really trying to act dumb about this shit. It's like, y'all know what he was doing when he was putting out that language and he was telling people get ready to fight the fucking, uh, the Democrats are socialists. They're going to destroy your lives. Like, and Fox News not to, your boy, not to mention your boy Giuliani calling for trial by combat. Like, we're just going to ignore that. Like, <laughs> What is fat ass talking about trial by combat? He'd be the first one to get killed, man. Get the fuck out of here with that. Bro. Yo, Giuliani fucking did that press conference at the Four Seasons like lawnmower place, and I was dying. Like he tried to make it the hotel. That dude is a bro. fucking a mess, man. A true yeah. mess. I mess, dude. But like I was gonna say, like it's not like. And first of all, this whole thing with Trump's rhetoric has been called out since day one. Like. 2014 15 whatever when he started campaigning people was like yo this man's talking crazy y'all gotta stop him like he can't he mm. can't keep doing this mm. calling out the rest for a long time he's, he's been dog whistling for a long time and people have been calling it out stop dog whistling it's dangerous and then remember during the uh the debates where he's like you know stand by stand back or whatever like, yeah. it's like that was the call. That was the and, call. And, and then president people like Crystal and Stalker and all them made fun of the media for being a little bit alarmed by that rhetoric and that language. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, stop playing with people, man. Y'all, y'all playing around mm-hmm. and you can keep dragging this out and look what happens. This is why people were saying to chill him out. Y'all chill out. You know what I'm saying? And they acted like the people that stormed the Capitol were just bumbling idiots. Yes, there were bumbling idiots that were walking around. Okay, that's how they were. Yeah. yeah, but let's be clear, though. Had they got into contact with any of those senators had mm-hmm. they overwhelmed what little protection they had they would have killed elected congress officials Bro, they had a noose set up outside they had nooses on them shit. yeah, yeah they, they, had had they, they were gonna do some weird torture shit because they bro there there's a very real possibility between there being bombs in the rnc and dnc uh Molotov cocktails other explosives all over the place heavily armed people in general zip ties all that like we could have saw like if not everyone or a, a significant portion of our elected officials killed or kidnapped or something that day and yeah. the capital could have been like actually blown up sections of it like, it could have been so much worse and they're acting like it was just not that big a deal like no this is a big deal bro people yeah i mean yo i'm not gonna lie the lead up to it I watched when he was giving the speech and everything and I was like sitting here and I had it on in the background and he was just giving his speech and I was like, all right, they're going to march around. They're going to stomp and shit. When they broke in, I was like, whoa, this is now like, this is no longer just like a 
uh trump diet republic like a diet coup or whatever this is a full-blown they got in and shit the thing is that it's just trump is lazy he doesn't have like the connects with the military up top like we have systems in place where like he's we can't lazy. he knows what he's doing he's power drunk dude he's like a real life dark Vader. definitely power drunk and shit but lazy in the way that like he just isn't there to set up the proper like he couldn't do a full-on coup because he just doesn't like he he doesn't he's not a real ideologue like he's not up there really fighting for anything at all he's just literally a narcissist and he's power drunk like you said so it's like he just doesn't have that motivation he's just lazy he's incompetent but like in another alternate universe yeah this shit would have been real fucking bad well the thing that it seems like it was about to go down with with i don't know how involved he was in fact but you had a lot of people seeming like to be helping those folks behind the scenes like as it comes out that one uh, chick who was in psyops who helped you know what i'm saying the fbi reports and shit saying like yeah shit leading up to this what the fuck they were alarmed every day we're learning something different where it's like why is that that way like what happened yeah it was a lot of bumbling idiots but it was also a concerted effort to overthrow our u.s democracy yeah like i saw a clip today where like this chick has a megaphone and she's like shouting like they're they're in the white house and she's like they broke the window so she's like stuck to the microphone in the window and telling them like yo i've been in here you need to go to this room in the back and that's gonna lead you to a window you break that window and blah blah like she knew like like cats knew what was going on in there Mm -hmm. so then to to shift towards now solutions what do you think biden's best move forward would be like if if he is going to go through with impeachment that's going to have to go through the senate and stuff what do you think biden should do in this and what is his best move does he try and reach out to the other side of the country which is like clearly still like there's a big chunk that supports trump what what do you think his best move moving forward is Mm. uh i I don't go go, you go ahead honestly i don't think that it's pretty but i don't think that you can move forward without using the power that you finally have by controlling both the house and the senate like you need to really push not just a progressive agenda but you need to really do a sweeping overhaul of how this country views race relations because like we said at the end of the day that was a white supremacist uprising that's why more people did not die that's why you did not see any type of national guard presence until after the fact when you got them out there sleeping in the hallway for a damn photo op when they could just be freaking doing their jobs in a comfortable setting man that's so disrespectful i'm sorry too little too late about the sleeping soldiers yeah the sleeping soldiers (laughs) in in the capitol building after y'all didn't storm the damn capitol now you're gonna bring in all these where you ain't got nowhere for them to sleep so you got them sleeping in the house you they can't bring no they try to say they guys. were resting they, were, they tried to say that they were just resting fucking over them and tripping over their guns and shit oh man but but all right so i agree with that like biden has to really go big and he has to really like accomplish what he said he was gonna do and just show people look i'm trying to improve the country there's one more thing i'm sorry i don't want to yeah. cut you off but i think yeah. he really just really push on like if america really wants to be serious about being a post-racial society we have to confront the races on the inside that allowed this to happen and we have to like really have a serious overhaul of our law enforcement and just how we do business as a country 
because I mean, if you look at AOC, she was talking about there were cops in there who she was afraid were supporters of them, and she was afraid for her own life. Anytime it's that serious, bro. Like I said, this is not a pol- this is not a partisan thing. If Mitch McConnell were cowered in a corner, and if you know me, I, Mitch McConnell, I, I have so many disagreements with him. If he was in the same position that AOC or Nancy Pelosi or any of those people were in, I would be saying the same thing. And it all stems from white supremacy. And if you have people that are that power drunk off of everything that Trump says, like, bro, you there's a serious overhaul that needs to be done to this country just in terms of education and how we deal with racism. Go ahead, Barry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, uh, kind of along those lines. I mean, on the one hand, I absolutely agree with that, pretty much everything you said. I would I would qualify a little bit and just like I agreed that this was, you know, the uh, kind of punctuation mark on like a long period of uh, white supremacy, essentially. But I think that for us to really reach across the aisle to these people that most I mean, a bunch of them are kind of just going to be lost. But like some of them over there, it's like you have situations where on the left, we've been very much uh, intolerant. So what? I was just helping you out. Two thousand dollar checks, healthcare, stuff that people on the right are so against ideology, ideological, universal things that will help everybody. Yeah, yeah, that, that stuff yeah. help everybody for sure. But, you know, I'm like, yo, this will help all of us, not just the welfare queens that you're afraid of that don't even exist. Sure, sure, but like to the point of like the race part, though, it's like we've jumped way too far into like this whole like their racist thing from on the left when like you could have caught some of these folks like. An example, uh, and bear with me. Everybody's seeing like uh, the, how J.K. Rowling got kind of, you know, bodied in, in the media. She a turf, right? Yeah, for, for, for some turf stuff or whatever. And the left is like basically just like ah, cancel, whatever, whatever. Like like we've done with many other people, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, look, and it's like the whole. But what she's talking about aside, she qualified her statements with "I'm not against trans people, et cetera, et cetera." And it's like if she was really like truly like transphobic and the way that like the real ones are like she wouldn't have had the she wouldn't have went to the trouble of qualifying that you know and it's potentially an opportunity for people to like get in there change their mind with some facts some research etc and then you know maybe maybe she changes her mind i don't know but like you close that door off when it's like oh we're close enough to being like a full-on transphobe or whatever so mm-hmm. no thanks we're, we're done with you I think hey, we've done I, that a lot with um like I see why you use that as an example. I just I I have no idea anything about what happened with JK Rowling. So I literally can't like even I think the last thing I saw, she does put her partnerships and like money behind like some companies that are fucking transphobic. Like they sell sure. apparel that is like against fucking transgender people. That's the last uh, thing I saw, but I don't really know too much about that. So but I see why you use it as an example where you just throw the whole person out and you don't even try and like I guess have a conversation to try and change their mind beforehand or but i think people have been trying with jk rowling yeah i mean and like again might not be the best example but the point i'm making is that like there is kind of an opening there as far as i can see where it's like you're not all the way gone yet you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying and i think we've been there with a lot of these people on the right too because you watch like people like destiny or whoever they have stories for days about de-radicalizing people on the far right Mm -hmm. and it don't take that much really so um I mean, now yeah, to, to build on that, to build on that, I think that you could de-radicalize the right by a serious educational push, because a lot of these people, they're coming from middle America, but they're also coming from the suburbs. They're also coming. But from what, just what happens out- when? What happens when like the, this anti-intellectualism 
keeps growing root in like in that fucking that's um, a longer term demographic I, I, that's a think, longer term we have to address I think for sure. a long term but i think one of the biggest problems of how it kind of got this bad is part of the, what perry's talking about this cancel culture rather than try to cancel everybody because we don't agree with them we should just force them to prove their point against somebody smarter like have ben shapiro debate somebody who can actually break that shit down don't put ben shapiro don't let ben shapiro pick his opponents put him up against um what's that guy who uh who runs vox uh what's his name he's like a super uh, liberal Klein. i think he's jewish Ezra Klein. yeah is he jewish i'm sorry yeah, I didn't mean he, had, he had uh, Ezra Klein on the show oh, before yeah but if you watch that there should be more of that mm-hmm, so what yeah. i'm saying is that i agree need more intellectuals debating the best that the right has so that if nothing else because you have to realize when Ben Shapiro talks to Ezra Klein, he doesn't necessarily concede, but he definitely doesn't push that hardcore stuff that's just complete bull crap that'll go through. Like, if you're not educated, you'll eat it right up and you'll be like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. He doesn't mm-hmm. do that stuff with Ezra Klein because Ezra Klein will call him on that. So force exactly. them in the public to have these discussions, force them to support their claims. And just by doing that, I feel like you're going to force the right to be more fact-based. They still might be assholes in certain policies. And there <laughs> might be certain where they say, hey, certain people are just better than other people. Okay, cool. But that doesn't throw out all this other stuff that you're just completely wrong about. So yeah, I would but, argue... Go ahead. No, no. I, no I, my, my fault cutting you off because you, you were spitting game. I agree with all that. I would say, though, that like people like Ben Shapiro, people like... Uh, 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 what's this dude? Crowder, all these guys. Well, Crowder's kind of an idiot, but like a lot of these yeah, type of people... like. Yeah, but he's got a huge following. His YouTube is like six million or some shit. But if they're not like straight up like ignorant, look at that. So yeah, yeah. well, if 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 they if they're not straight up ignorant, they're like Ben Shapiro, where they're like essentially engaging in sophistry. Like they know what they're saying isn't like truth, but they're constructing an argument in such a way that like it 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 has merits now. Like this Ben Shapiro spent the last year like talking about how there's no such thing as systemic racism or whatever. When what he's really doing is making a semantic distinction between like, you know, yeah. institutional like uh, like uh, like disproportionate out, uh, outcomes or whatever and all that. So it's like, bro, you know what people are talking about, though. Like, stop playing, man. Yeah. This yeah, he's, get- game. he's not actually addressing the topic. He's just saying, well, yeah. if this means this and this means this, then clearly it means this. And it's like, bro, you're <laughs> skipping over everything. For sure. And there are great reaction videos. There are great YouTubers out there who will play it. And as he's talking, they will break down why it's all bullshit. But the thing is, I feel like they just they become more just insular. So now they don't they might not want to do debates against the left anymore. They're just like, fuck it. We'll just keep pushing out fucking like Candace Owens doesn't really debate, but she's out there and she's fucking spitting out propaganda and just people are eating it up. That's what I'm saying. People like her, people like Dave Rubin, people like they don't debate and they just they, 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 they're not really interested in being right or correct. They're interested in, in oh, they're Asian audience. Right. They're not interested. Well, yeah, yeah. A right-wing <laughs> audience. Pre- Prager, you, all that stuff. Like, they're about the audience over there. There's, there's money. There's money. money. Yeah, the money. That's it. There's a marketplace for it. It's fucking... Fair, the left does it, and because the left does it in such... The left doesn't do it nearly as bad, but let's, we're not going to act like MSNBC isn't literally the Democratic's media branch or, you know, CNN. Oh, for is sure. liberal. But the problem is that rather than CNN and MSNBC just being upfront about it, they create just enough hypocrisy that the right feels that it's okay to just go completely in the other direction and just spit false 
everything and be like, well, no, 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 you guys are doing it with CNN. You guys are doing it with MSNBC. And it's like, bro, yes, MSNBC and CNN are ran by liberals. That doesn't inherently make them wrong. Mm-hmm. What Fox does and what... Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to tag on to that. Yeah, Fox. I think uh, John Stewart did this with Chris Wallace years ago, where it's like, yes, there is media bias on both sides, but what you guys are doing over there is it's different. Like you're straight up like fabricating things or doing like the softest stuff where you're taking stuff that's kind of true, miss like, you know, tweaking it a little bit and then putting it back out to refute a narrative that you don't like or whatever that you, mm. or that you know that your audience doesn't like. Like Ben Shapiro openly says like, oh, this is a right wing show and I'm not going to be lie about that like MSNBC would, but it's mm. like fam. MSNBC has a, at least the veneer of balance. Like you find any reason to criticize the left and Democrats on your show, off like the bat, right off the bat, straight up. Yeah, yeah that's that's a hundred percent true. And but now moving towards like uh, leaders on the right, politicians on the right. What do you think the GOP's best move going forward is? Because I've seen a little bit of two things where you'll still see like Mo Brooks and there's a couple people that are still riding for Trump and they're trying to switch all the attention to like the social media free speech shit, which we'll get to later. But there's that side of the GOP that's like, nah, we going, we going through it. And then there's like, I've seen Dan Crenshaw go on uh, fucking Fox News. And I know that dude definitely wants to be president at some point. And he's trying to say like, we need to disavow all this. We need to separate ourselves from this. Like Mitch McConnell apparently thought impeachment was a good thing so that like, the yeah. image of Trump would get off the GOP. Like, what do you think the GOP's best move going forward is? And and what do you think we're going to see? Like, which of those sides really comes out on top? Like the side that's like, we need to separate ourselves from Trumpism or fuck it. We've been on the boat this long. We sinking with it and we going with it. I don't think that it's a workable solution for the GOP. Like they're done, dude. The party's done. <laughs> like, you guys need to oh. just tear it down and rebuild it up into some like more uh, intellectually honest and more um uh totally cohesive like because right now it's, it's it's just a wrap it's a wrap i don't see how they could come back from this honestly i think as long as people stay in that culture war mentality and they need like uh, a side to oppose like liberals yeah. and, and democrats there will always be that opposition fucking party and like they'll always flock to it just off of like yo this is our side like we don't want to be on that side like just dunking on no sure. fucking, it's stupid it's really a stupid mentality to like take politics it's not a team thing but like i think because of that there will always be that stupid opposition like party no matter There's, what they do they can they can do the culture war stuff but that's a losing position like you're not going to get any gain any like majoritarian ground fighting the culture war against, culture war against the left it's not going to happen it's not in anybody's business interests like, as long as we remain a capitalist society that's not going to make it that's not going to work mm-hmm. and Especially right now when like a lot of the positions that like the Biden administration could, like you said, uh, the 2K checks, all that stuff, potentially uh, health care and all that. Like who's like, yeah, that's the, yeah, man. you sound yeah. crazy fighting against that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And the more that they, well, they get it, fight it just because it comes from Biden on the same shit that like they fought it because it came from Obama, like flat out. No, I'm saying that the GOP really has a negative connotation of really putting party before country because after a certain point you argue against climate change you argue against worker protection you argue for tax cuts for people who don't need it at some point people are going to grow up and the internet is there and the internet people are i think what we've seen with this last election with democrats getting the majority people are starting to actually 
understand how the world works and they realize that it's really not a lot of benefit for them to vote Republican Party, even though they say that, oh, we're about family values and we're about this, that, and the third, when in reality, that's not what their policies are about. They'll what say, oh, abortion, so support us. But then they'll go and try to screw you over in every way. But because you're so passionate about that abortion, you're going to vote that's for them. And it's like, yeah, it's like, what about what about the fact that a lot of counties or a lot of states, they voted for Joe Biden at the top, but then they voted down ticket Republican just because they wanted that balance and they want that opposition in there. And even though they, they voted for Biden because of maybe they were turned off from Trump, they still wanted Republicans in there. Yeah, because let's be real, though, like most of America, those were counties that don't matter in the in the grand scheme of things. They matter in the terms of who they send to the White House. But as far as the day-to-day -day inner workings of America, those are the bumblefucks of Iowa, the bumblefucks of flyover country, that their personal towns and municipalities, they don't really matter. So they can vote red, but as long as we have an overwhelming majority blue in the things that matter, such as the Senate and the House, it doesn't really matter if all those little local officials who monitor their day-to-day, -day, maybe they do need a more hands-off form of government in bumblefuck. You know, maybe we they don't about, need it. We're talking about states too. I'm talking about to the House of Representatives. Which is yeah, why yeah. you saw like a lot of swing districts go Republican when people thought that they were going to go Democrat. I think, I think that, that was more down to like uh, like information. That was an information issue, like a voter information or education issue where like people were voting emotionally like they always do. Like, well, we want Trump out, right. but, you know, I'm voting like ours down values. here. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because look, look at Georgia, values. look at Georgia where, you know, it was a tight race down there. Right. Uh, during during the general. But mm -hmm. you look at the runoffs and it was like Democrats blew them out the water. Like it was, you know, not really very close. And the reason why it was probably split ticket during the generals is because like people just we didn't talk about the Senate. We talked about Trump. Mm, you know, yeah. we didn't talk about the House. We talked about Trump. We still talking think. about Trump. We'll always talk about Trump, unfortunately. What do you think he does next? Because I think that there was initially reports that he was going to run right away. He would announce it at inauguration or whatever. But now there's been recent reports saying that he doesn't want to run again because it would mean that he would have to release financial records again. And then that would give uh, the district attorney uh, in New York more ammunition to like go against him. And he doesn't want to do that. That plus like some other reason why he doesn't want to do it. He sees like the parties against him. What do you think Trump's new biggest uh, his next best move would be? Should he just go into like how old is he? He's 74. Yeah, he, he needs to just go sit down somewhere. <laughs> so What's if he, he ran in 2024, he would be the age of Biden when Biden won now. I don't care what Trump Yeah, but no, he, he can't yeah, bro. It's into obscurity. Like it's it's over with, man. He's done. His movements yeah, bro, not he, done, needs to just, he needs to enjoy all whatever millions or billions or however much hell money he thinks he has, bro. Like you just do what Thanos did. Go sit down on the farm somewhere and enjoy what you've done. You destroyed the country. I guess. <laughs> just that's it. Go enjoy the flowers. Just sit. <laughs> oh like man! Some ass pool and just wait for the Avengers to come to it. <laughs> it's it's uh, it would be a dream for Trump to just literally fade out of the the public eye, but he's not going to because the Trump brand is literally reliant on him being this bombastic in your face like super extravagant personality and he can't let that go like honestly I think, he's, I think he's going to be in jail soon like personally i, I just have a feeling like the universe is like telling me like i can see that he's going to jail i can see, 
can see a situation where he gets like a Cosby situation where he gets like old, 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 and then they're like, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, it might not be for nothing. None, none, none of the stuff that we're talking about today. Yeah. Uh, it might be something well, he does. Like come back with some more ammunition. I don't know, but yeah. it's something like, in the future. He, he's probably going to go to jail for something. And well, uh, that'll be it. Mm, but all right. So in the meantime, though, that brings us to the next subject of the social media ban and the parlor shutdown and all of this uh, talk about free speech, because this obviously was a huge thing. Uh, it kind of came right after the, the Capitol building events. So I think the, yeah. the timeline was Trump put out that video telling everybody go home, but also that the election was still stolen and he doesn't agree. So like he put that out. Twitter was like, all right, we're going to take that down because you're still clearly instigating shit. Then I think they put a temporary ban until further notice until he deleted like it. Hours. It was like 12 yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, some temporary. And then they were like, all right, we're just going to ban him until inauguration. And then all the other places, Facebook started dropping, uh, Snapchat. I don't know the other ones. Uh, Shopify it got to. Yeah, I see the one where it was like Pornhub X video. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, no, I didn't see that, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. I saw a lot of him like with a big mustache. <laughs> I saw a lot of him with a big mustache. Well, I don't know if y'all saw the uh, the Pirate Bay dude came out and was like, the fact that Parler can't get themselves back online is embarrassing. Like, you guys are terrible. Because <laughs> you remember Pirate Bay back in the day before, like, Spotify and all that, like, Pirate Bay was getting taken down, like, every week. Every like, week. Every week they were gone. Yeah. And they just kept coming back. Yo, and- but this is, like, a big thing. This is, like, so that's, the, and then that that's the continuation of this timeline. Eventually, uh, Parler, Apple, and Google say we're going to remove it from our uh, app stores or whatever. But people that still had it were, were still going to be able to use it. You just couldn't download it until Amazon was like, we kicking you off our servers. And that's when they were like, oh, shit, we ain't got nowhere to go. They scrambled. Uh, apparently, we read that article that a hacker got like 80 terabytes worth of, of information and posts. 99 of, of their content. Like, what was that? She got like 99% of their content. Some crazy amount. And like because parlors friggin coding was just so inadequate all of the gps data is still stored in the metadata and shit so that's the timeline and now that causes this whole big thing where people are now no longer talking about well they're still talking about impeachment but it's going on the side by side with well what about freedom of speech jack dorsey's fucking killing the killing freedom of speech and this is a disgrace and like all this shit happening and then apparently other conservative voices i can't remember who they got they got a couple other like people that were tied to Trump and they banned them off Twitter too. So what are your thoughts on everything that has happened? And and it's obviously a lot, but uh, Perry, Rob, whoever wants to go first. Uh, I would say, um, I mean, it's entirely possible that you can make a case that Twitter is overreaching a little bit. And like, it's gross that the tech companies are all, you know, in alignment on this stuff, I guess, in, in principle. But like, there's a line and the line was crossed. I don't, I don't, I think it's a bit overwrought the language, honestly. It's like, bro, freedom of speech is fine. There's plenty of hateful stuff still up on Twitter, still up on Facebook, still up on YouTube. Like, they let this stuff rock forever. Me and Rob both wrote about business for years. And back in like 2014, 2015, businesses were leaving Twitter because it was so toxic. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They took their moderation um, efforts to keep their business alive. And it is what it is. And again, like there, you can still have your voice if you want to be conservative or whatever. Even if you want to be racist, you can still do this online in plenty of places. But eventually, if your movement grows, 
is going to become uh you're gonna you're gonna scare off advertisers and this is the capitalist you know endeavor at the end of the day not only i like to throw something on that too there's freedom of speech but you don't have the freedom to yell fire in a movie theater and i would argue that he yelled firebomb and everything else in a movie theater and then he proceeded to tell people to burn down the movie theater so apparently that's not that's not true by the way but what's not true the whole fire i think that's 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 a myth apparently but well you can scream you can't it's the perfect screen. example at this point it's 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 the example people give when they talk about freedom of speech yeah, yeah i mean not, we will find out someday but we all know what we're talking about yeah you? no i got you i'm just throwing it out there yeah. but no you're right i mean yeah look that up that's crazy yeah like the more you can't incite violence i'm pretty sure there's exceptions for that in whatever legal documents you can't i can't here's the thing if that were the case then we wouldn't have rico laws where perry is the grand boss of everything and he says hey why don't you go uh make sure that dude doesn't see tomorrow like that's literally how they took down the mob because the bosses weren't actually telling people they weren't actually going out killing people but they were telling people hey make this happen hey sell these drugs hey you know move these prostitutes blah 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 like that's literally what organized crime is it's somebody who's physically removed from all this stuff he's clean he has no record but he's telling other people and having them do his bidding and when you do that kind of like executive high level dog whistling of getting people to go down the street and storm a capital and attack elected officials you've went past freedom of speech and i'm no lawyer i don't claim to be but there's there's certain things that you can't do and now well, we're finding out well the thing like legally like i mean i can send you guys this video and you can send it to your audience too it's from a legal eagle legal eagle on youtube that dude i forget his name his real name but he's like his whole thing he's a lawyer and he makes you know law videos for people he does he's been following this stuff very closely he outlines like this the use the case law like hey there was a guy in ohio a clan member who told his supporters to like go and do this and a third and you know they also need to rule that that wasn't inciting incitement so the incitement part is like really shaky. Like if, if, if we want to go that route, it can very easily be like that Trump is not guilty of anything. I don't think that we should go that route. I think you can make the moral case pretty easily enough without needing to even go there. You know, but because- I would I would just throw on that that legal it, it is what here I'm being a lawyer, but no, I'm not. Uh, but like it's based off of precedent. So you can change that precedent by basically bringing forth new lawsuits and whatnot. So essentially, if they were to make a landmark ruling on this, which I don't know if they will or won't, and they actually say that, hey, what Trump did was illegal and it did not violate free speech, that would then be the precedent moving forward of saying, well, okay, you can do free speech, but you can't do specifically what Trump did, depending on which way it goes. And like I said, I'm not a lawyer, huge caveat, Mm. but from my understanding, that's more or less how that works. Have have you seen like criticism or... Yeah, I guess comments online saying like, oh, when did everybody become libertarians all of a sudden that all of a sudden it's like terms of service and companies can do what they want. What do you say? That? Been like that from day one since like, again, and in, in 2014, 2013, 2010, nobody had an issue. Like, it was known how toxic and nasty Twitter was like everybody knew it. It's just something you dealt with. It's, it was like part of the Internet. And then once the Internet became a profitable business, that's no that's no longer tenable. Right. You can't run racist ads in a newspaper you're not going to run racist ads or have racist content on your website 
-hmm. Yeah, you either regulate it or you nationalize it and treat it like a utility. So mm -hmm. there, there's one of two ways that you can go. You can either I'm have it to the state-sponsored internet, which I don't want it to be, but you do have to regulate. It. Yeah, no, yeah. There has to be terms of service. Like that's what people don't fucking like see. Like, do you want a, a a social media app where there's no terms of service and somebody can literally just spam you fucking dick pics all day and nobody like there's no way to moderate, no way to stop them. Like you don't want that. Nobody when it when it gets to the point of like you getting harassed or like something disaffecting other people, then they see it. But it's like right now, all people can see is, whoa, freedom of speech. Uh, George Orwell, 1984, the fucking government is stopping our speech. And like, it's getting to a point, like the one argument that I saw would, would be, I think you might've seen it. It was uh, this dude, Kyle Clancy. He said, uh, what is the standard now for world leaders? Like there are yeah. like MBS is on there. Like uh, Benjamin yeah. Hotnet, whatever his fucking name is. Uh, BB, BB from Israel. He's on there. And like, what is the standard? If, if the day of all this stuff with Trump or when he got banned, I think. I think that same day China, the Chinese government put out like some, you know, anti-human rights message or whatever. And like, yeah, like that's a good point. That's that's the most salient point I've heard from. I don't think you can even say that's from the right. That's just like that's just it is what it is. Mm -hmm. They're like, if we're going to be banning people like like world leaders like Trump or whatever, there probably should be a bit more standardization. Facebook got in big trouble for that stuff in India where like they were just letting them say all that. Like post all those hate groups for the I think the Muslims out there and like there's been a bunch of like violence. And um nah, yo, and, and a lot of like false propaganda campaigns ran through WhatsApp and shit like yeah. has helped a lot of fucking governments, uh right wing governments in other countries and shit. I, I did find it interesting that the leader of Germany, Angela Merkel, she came out and she was like, This is very troubling and like she's no fucking She's not homies with Trump or anything, but she was like, this is kind of troubling to know that an American company can have this type of power. I mean, and again, I, I the reason why I'm not tripping super hard is because I think that we, we put a little bit too much power in, in these companies' pockets. They have a lot of power, yes, but like the press, like Trump, for instance, there's like Obama was the first president to be on Twitter, dude. Like this is not like it's been what we've known for most of our adult life but it's not like you know we're not going to talk about what trump does if he had two months left in office you would not not hear from him for, mm -hmm. for two months like we just saw him today and mm -hmm. yesterday you know what i'm saying like well so that's the thing to, yeah he's the president if he wants to put a statement out he could put a statement out it doesn't have to be through twitter but people fucking love it because he's got eight million something followers on there i mean there are some probably some concerns there for sure in the long term i think that him in particular i don't disagree with banning him like in particular but in principle like yeah i have an issue with a lot of this but i thought it was the right call to ban him up until inauguration day for sure bless you i thought that one was like a right clear call like definitely don't let him be on there talking all types of double speak and shit and having people go to the inauguration and try and do some crazy shit that was i thought the right call but then once they started like the shopify one is a little is a little like why did you guys not why did you not want to let him sell merch like this is where it gets a little too like this isn't this wasn't even on your platform this had nothing to do with your platform well, that, that right there is just straight up corporate canceling which i'm okay with like at the end of the day this is a capitalist it's a capitalist market if the market decides they don't want to play with you no more you can't get mad like it's not illegal for them to drop his business like your business is toxic we don't want you around here mm -hmm. 
yeah there's no socks no shoes no service like you go over there and see if they let you in with no socks on or whatever like and keep going <laughs> and somebody lets you in if so, eventually <laughs> the ultimate question then becomes do you think this ever turns on the left is this a slippery slope where like you know one day you might have some type of populist movement and you know that within everything there's going to be like people in there that want to act a fool and they want to go buck wild and they just want anarchy and they might start chanting eat the rich or all this other type of like lingo that then social media can be like yo that's violence what do you mean eat the rich that that sounds pretty fucking violent and then it turns on them and then you know people like uh because antifa is on the left like i don't think antifa is a is just a flat out bad thing i think some of the people that claim to rock with antifa have done shitty ass things like beat people in the street but yeah. like the concept of anti-fascism that that sounds right that sounds good right. but totally. you know there's gonna be socialists in there that talk about eat the rich there's gonna be people talking about we gotta get to the streets and fight and like what happens then i mean again if twitter has a robust enough moderation force twitter in particular they need i don't know if that should stand like you can't talk about eating the rich like when they put the guillotine outside of bezos house like y'all need to chill man <laughs> the, the eat the rich fucking uh the like the just the slang the logo or whatever that shit to me sounds funny as fuck it's like because it, to me it doesn't sound violent it sounds like yeah you know like we're gonna think, uprise and that's it i think that societally we make little shifts right left right left so i i could see that you know, a very populist, hardcore, ultra liberal, genderless person who, you know, uses weird pronouns, rises to power. And I could see a lot of this biting them in the butt. But I just think that like the very nature of conservatism makes it a little bit more dangerous, if you will. Like America has a history of kind of making the left to be bad because of our history with Russia. And it goes back to the Cold War and how we never wanted to say that communism is a good thing. But I think, as Perry said earlier, we've always had a blind eye to like the evils of the right. So I could see where, you know, people pull crazy ideas from both of them. And, you know, you do have other demigods who try to come up on the left and they become, you know, just as bad. But I think that the problem is particularly on that hard right just because of its roots in racism and fascism and literally saying hey you look different we're going to kill you in every fascist regime basically so yeah, i think i, I do think my bad i do think you can guarantee on the corporate world and then the the you know the intelligence community coming together to shut down anything that they thought as like a sign of socialism because we know that they do that shit in latin america they fucking stop that shit real quick and if it was happening here and people were taking and marching in the streets and shit, I could see a scenario where then it comes back and haunts them. And it's like, all right, now they're shutting down uh, because, you know, there's a there's an article. Facebook is literally stopping anything that says stop the steal. And I understand why they're doing that, because the concept of stop the steal. Well, there's no there's no fucking election to be stopped. Like, that's yeah, it. Nothing's being Joe stolen. Biden. But if they make up another phrase like that in the future, like all cops are bastards, like the ACAB one or something, when does that become like potential to get shut down in the future? I mean, I think that like you can have like stuff like that floating around, right? At a certain point, like it, it comes down like like to the fact, the fact patterns, right? Like you don't have these massive like <clears throat> violent armed protests and insurrections from the left we don't have that yet 
uh, you have like isolated instances of people. Well, yeah. yeah, they they carry bricks and and flags and shit, not guns. Yeah. Hey, but that's the difference. But like you don't you just we don't have like many working examples yet from the left, but we do have individuals who have like you could say left wing ideology who say stuff and they get banned all the time. Probably, I mean, the right would say not as often as they do, but like this stuff the is a little bit more wild and yeah, the right is, is openly oh like you know <laughs> against people's rights though. Like you don't have to, you don't have a right to copy with the N word or you know. Mm-hmm. Know, disparage gay folks or whoever you don't have the right to disparage people like that with MPD. you just don't i mean yeah, for sure there's a big gap you don't get to just do that and calling a cop a pig is not the same thing as calling a black person them or like it's not the same Mm-mm. or not even that it's not just so much about calling them it's about what systematic power is really in play right here like it's not a matter of oh i feel bad it's a matter of how are you affecting other people's lives and what are you is doing? there a life and death yeah it's 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 a lot of stuff but they've been mobilizing on the right like the hard right has been mobilizing yeah they've been mobilizing and preparing to start wars so it's like that that right there is not the same thing as like like okay Brutality. Yeah, like here's another bad example for you. No, it's, it's not the. It's, somehow, I get it. Like when they when they wore the the pussy hats and they all march and shit. Like it's not the same as that. Yeah, like that's not the same as unite the right. Like, no. you know what I mean, <laughs> about feminism, but it, it's not the same. You got people loving Hillary, and then you got people, you know, calling Jews and blacks and Latinos yeah. all kinds of words, and actually trying to hunt them down and kill them. And another funny thing is like, whenever you have a Black Lives Matter protest. The only person who dies is the person who the cops killed who prompted that. Yeah. They had one free... Every time the right unites like this, you had Charlottesville. People mm. died. Mm. You had this. People died in the dumbest ways ever. So it's like, yeah, it's not the same. Like, you know what? Yes, property may get damaged, but there's a difference between property and human life. So... Mm. Thing to like deface like a monument somewhere. It's nothing to storm the U.S. Capitol. Well, there's a, yeah, I know there's a, there's a difference between destroying a police station after cops got away with killing the you know umpteenth hundredth black guy with complete immunity and mm-hmm. storming the U.S. Capitol where elected officials of both sides are in, and you have people literally going for elected officials of both sides. Anybody who wasn't pro-Trump, they were coming for. It. They were coming for my Pence. Pence. They were coming. That's Pence. what I'm saying. Like yo, if you come for Pence. That's why, like, I'm sorry. Like, when these people say, like, oh, you see the post all the time. It's like, oh, we're not saying we hope that you shot all those protesters like you do us. We're just saying we ask that you exercise the same restraint. I beg to differ. If you do shit like that, I'm sorry, but there needs to be blood. Because here's the reality of it. They were putting other people's lives at risk. When you put other people's lives at risk and they do no faults of their own, you deserve whatever you have coming for you. You deserve a mm-hmm. bullet and wherever that bullet hits you. Because if you are attacking innocent people, at that point, you forfeited your life. And I'm a firm believer of that. It's not a matter of pro-gun. It ain't a matter of this, that, and the third. If you're trying to attack someone who has not personally threatening you in that moment, you forfeited your life. So by all means, there should have been more dead bodies because those are the highest valued lives in this country, regardless of what you agree with. They're elected officials. If we can't fire guns to protect them then why does every other fucking cop have a gun why do soldiers have guns if not to protect and stop this kind of shit mm. so there absolutely should have been more dead bodies in my opinion <laughs> oh man i don't want to say that i definitely don't want to say that because that's a shitty thing man like 
for it the whole is, country, it, for the country in general, that's a shit. It game. is, but you can't. You have to send the message of like, yo, like at some point, this isn't a game. You're attacking elected officials, man. Like, I'm Straight sorry, up. but like, I get it. Yeah, what's side you're on? You can't do that and not expect repercussions. No, on the merits, I think I, I get what you're saying. Like I said, yeah, like, like if black people would have did that, you would have had dead bodies, and it would have been yeah, a fucked up different. situation. But you can't say, oh, I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. But, but when I they did that, it's like really. I just want to say real quick before we move to anything else, like a good example for or maybe a bad example for this whole thing with the moderate or the the, the censorship. Mm-hmm. It's very possible you might see like um, like Google or Facebook on them get against like a big union effort on, on their platforms. Right. Mm-hmm. That's when like you can start being like, oh, like well, censorship. Do you think the left or the right front for that matter is going to sit there and let like Google and Amazon them just like bust up union, unions like a big union labor movement on their platforms like it's not going to happen it's not going to be like this we're not going to sit there and wait for that then people well, are going to storm their office you know what I'm saying like no well we've been focusing a lot on just the Twitter and the moderation and banning accounts the other side is is the parlor where like they got kicked off of Amazon servers. Like Amazon was like, we're not even gonna host you. So at what point, like, can Amazon now just kick off like any app or whatever? Can they just say like our servers yeah. are not open to you? Yeah, they can do that, yeah. right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's. And you, can go to another web host. Like you can find. Well, you, yeah, you can also. So that's the thing. I don't know how much of the marketplace does Amazon control. I imagine it's a very size. They're not. Portion. They're not. AWS isn't the only thing that holds services that host mm-hmm. web services. Yeah, they could go elsewhere and do their bidding elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Amazon doesn't have to host you. Amazon has put themselves in a great position because yeah, most of the internet is ran off of Amazon service. But that being mm-hmm. said, there are other alternatives. And even if there weren't, we don't treat the internet like a utility. So as it stands, you don't have a right to the internet because once you say you have a right to the internet, well, then we have to say, okay, well, we need to start building fiber out to everybody. And you know what I mean? Mean, like, we don't need to be like really like closely. We don't need to change like the rock the entire boat because Parlor is mm. getting kicked. Like Parlor, dude. Like remember yeah, when Stormfront got booted up internet? Like Stormfront got booted too. Which All one was that? Stormfront, the old message board for like the white supremacists. Nah, got geez. Too. Like, There's a lot. It seems to be a lot of them. But so then now, obviously, we don't have the right to a corporation just allowing you to use their service. But then it flips to, I don't know if you guys saw the news, but Uganda was like, well, we're shutting down Twitter. We're not letting Twitter in our country anymore. And Twitter was posting and stuff. And they were trying to say like, look, this is, you can't just take out internet and free speech and all this. And you have to let us back in. And Uganda was like, nah, fuck you. Like we see how much power you have over elections and we're not going to allow that in our country. I mean, that that's a bit scary for a different reason because the power yeah. dynamics are pretty much reversed there. Like, mm-hmm. that's the state telling you, hey, we're not going to let this platform exactly. ostensibly, like... Well, that's what China does with most of our social media, right? They don't let our yeah, social they, media there. Well, well they copy it. They copy it, censor it, and all yeah. kinds of that's China. That's a completely separate, separate thing that's like... Mm-hmm. I didn't know Uganda did that. That's, that's kind of wild. Yeah, but. Uganda was like, nah, no more Twitter here. Yeah, that's wild. And then people on the right probably cheering that on. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. They were like, ha, take that, Jack Dorsey. Like, we don't want to see the Arab Spring thing happening here. So no Twitter. Like, that's not cool. Well, so then, yeah, that's I mean, that kind of goes with the Angela Merkel thing. Like countries just being really skeptical about like, well, how much power do you have over our elections and stuff? Do you think we'll see more countries start shutting out like American social media companies? You need. Oh, go ahead. I mean, you probably I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that a lot of more authoritarian governments would like to. 
right? Like their citizens want Facebook, want Twitter, they want YouTube, and all that. Like I don't think they want people to have that, and they don't want to go as far as China does to to, to curb the proliferation of those platforms. So this is probably an out for them. Sure. I don't know if it would be much different if we somehow nationalized and made Twitter and all them like utilities or whatever, or internet or utility. Like then what do, what do you do? If you're, you know, a foreign government, like do you want like a, a, a US run, like government, like arm of their government, you know, in your population like that? Like, I don't know. Mm, my bad, I'm just showing Uganda's leading a social media shutdown ahead of polls. Ugandan president, I'm not even going to try and pronounce that. I'm going to fuck that up. <laughs> Says the government has shut down social media ahead of a tense election on Thursday. Like, yeah, they just said no more. And this is what's scary when right wing, I don't actually don't even know if this is a right wing uh, government, but I can totally see right wing governments like in uh, Italy and stuff using this and just saying, well, right the week before the election, just shut it down. Yeah, that, that's not cool. And that has nothing to do with like Twitter's free speech because like, again, like now what they're doing is taking away a tool from the population. Like you're taking away the tool from the citizens to be able to voice things to the rest of us outside of that country, essentially. And like, I don't think that we should be lumping in Twitter's Trump ban with, with, with that. Yeah, behavior. I agree. We got a compartment yeah. It's a little better than that. Not you, but I'm saying like people, because I've seen people saying stuff like this before online. It's like, God, man, one of the things that needs to change going forward, we and I, Rob's heard me say this a bunch of times, critical thinking skills need to be taught repeat, like over like like over and over again throughout the education mm. career for everybody going forward. People got to know how to think. People need better media hygiene. Like cats got to know. Like, you know literacy. Yeah. They teach you how to parse information. And you got to get rid of this anti-intellectualism, man. It's, yeah, that's okay as it go, man. Because the, these issues are complicated, right? There's a lot of nuance to this. And I feel like people just clump everything together. And like you said at the beginning, you can believe that big tech has way too much control over things and that they're a monopoly or whatever. But you can also say when they do something right, you can be like, okay, you know, Trump should have been banned off of Twitter for because he was doing this. But everybody tries to lump it. And as soon as they say, oh, Trump got banned. Whoa, big tech is bad. Big tech has too much control, freedom of speech. And they just lump everything together. And it's like, whoa, this shit has more nuance than this. And keep in mind, too, like that right this point, this moment right now, like Trump does present a clear and present danger today. So mm -hmm. banning right. today. Yeah, I can see Twitter making that call over banning like, you know, Chinese guys or whatever, because in our country right now, today, there is a problem. We have to address it right now. Mm. That doesn't mean that it's we shouldn't address it in China too. It just means that I can, I, I don't fault them for being a bit distracted or uh, otherwise occupied to really people what's going on right there. Mm. Hey, last thoughts. What do you guys think is going to happen for inauguration? You think there's supposed to be uh, protests in all 50 state capitals, and the National Guard has deployed like 15,000 uh, troops to to Washington D.C. But shit is tense. What do you What do you guys think is going to happen? I think in the house. I think yeah, stay in the house. But I think with with the National Guard out, I don't see as many protests from the right. Just because I think that they made a concerted effort to not bring guns. That's why they had the mace. That's why they had the nooses and whatnot. Because they're the same people as we've already seen. You know, they're it's it's they're not they're not gonna wild out like that. The reason that what happened on the Capitol happened was because they didn't have that military presence to stop it from happening. Um, a lot of people made the jokes about, um, you know, they were saying, why did it take the SWAT team so long to show up? Well, considering how they ran home and changed clothes and came back, they actually showed up pretty quick. 
So, you know, taking that joke a step further, you know, they're not going to be able to protest if they're on call for actually having to, you know, keep that from happening or your police presence is having to stop it. So the right news are reckoning with that stuff, man. It's like, nah, they're already there. Exactly. You know, they're going to be on the clock. That's all. So you're not going to see too much violence during that time. Yeah, this culture wars like conversation is boring, dude. Stop it. Like g- get over it. No, no, you ain't gotta get over it. Like just table that discussion for later. Like you got a lot of wild stuff going on with your people on the right who are, you know, active activists on that level. But uh yeah, I mean I, I, I would tend to agree. I don't think that anything is gonna happen, but I didn't think anything would happen on the sixth either. So sure. I don't know. They, they, yeah, they, anything they, can happen. Anything. They, I wanna see happen. talks go back to stimulus and to economic relief. Hey. The more we talk, we need that fourteen hundred to come through. Yeah, man, go ahead and send that sixteen hundred, man. I know right where I stimulate the economy real good, dog. I stimulate it real good. I promise. Yo, and that's why the longer they talk about impeachment and Trump and all this other stuff, I'm like, God damn it, they got their eye off the ball. Everybody was in the right direction. (laughs) They totally got it. They was like, Yo, sixteen hundred dollar stimulus. They were like. I'm gonna need a favor. Storm the capital. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Quick distraction. Quick. <laughs> they want sixteen hundred dollar checks. Storm the capital now. I got you. <laughs> That's what it seems like, man. It's just like they had finally the one moment where it seemed like there was a couple of Republicans willing to side with Bernie Sanders and and Democrats to give two thousand. All of a sudden, wait, we gotta talk about impeachment. Wait, we gotta talk about all this. And it's like, oh shit, they're not talking about it no more. They're not even talking about how much Americans are hurting. Clear. Let's let's be clear, because I've seen people saying that on my Facebook that like, and they're serious, like they think it's some conspiracy. It's like, yo, remember who signed on for that checks with Bernie, Josh Howley. Josh Howley. Josh Howley. And then look what he did the next week. Yeah, Why that dude. Fucking the whole twenty twenty four campaign started to a real shitty start. I think he's still gonna do it. I feel he's gonna do it. He's gonna try and ride out the culture war shit. I think he's gonna try and like become this like uh symbol of of freedom of speech and shit ted cruz is gonna do it too and like that's where things get sometimes i'm like man i wish sometimes democrats just let republicans sit in their shame sometimes they take it too far like there was um what representative is he's like the homeland security chairman or something i'll i'll find his like name but he said that uh there should be a no fly list for the rioters and stuff. All right, I understand that. And then he was like, Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley should not be exempt. They should be on a no fly list. And that's like, all right, damn, like this is what's going to turn them into symbols of freedom of speech and shit. And I don't want them to be like symbols like that. It could, but that same, His name is same Rep- you could apply to Trump though. Cause like, my bad, Benny Thompson. Okay. But a lot of people are putting like the way we feel about Trump, we feel about Ted Cruz, we feel about Josh Hawley, we feel about Matt Gates, like these people who, like fomented this stuff for so long. Uh, I mean, I, I honestly, I as much as we need to, you know, uh, impeach Trump or whatever you want to do with him. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't see how Ted, Ted Cruz, Matt Gates, but that, that that freshman congresswoman who was tweeting Nancy Pelosi's location, like, how do the we new one, the, the, yeah, the yeah. one with the guns, Lauren or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Who, who had a standoff with the cops at the metal detector too? Like, how do these people stay in office, man? She, like, just there got there. she just got to Hollywood. Oh, you boy just started. <laughs> grand closing, dude. Like, get her out of there. Get like Ted Cruz should have been gone. Apparently, nobody likes him in there anyway. Josh mm-hmm. Holly, like, bro, you get you you played a real like dangerous game. Get out. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's disenfranchising. Yeah, it probably is disenfranchising voters, but like, it's not like they voted for them to you know 
plot sedition or whatever or encourage sedition mm-hmm. get them out of there and i i mean i don't think we need to hold up the whole government government process with it like so we want our 2k checks we need like vaccine rolled out you know all that stuff being granted we can't just have cats in there like who were aiding the betting throwing overthrowing the government we can't have that mm. yeah I'm, mm. I'm curious to see trump's approval ratings are apparently like the lowest they've ever ever been and i think it's because yeah everybody was outraged at this like no matter what side you were on most people were like wow this was fucking really bad this is a bad day in american history and he was sitting in his shame for like a, a day and two he was just sitting in shame everybody he knew he was fucking hated on and then the fucking the the social media stuff happened where he could then be like okay now distract back to this and i'm curious to see what his approval numbers will be maybe in like a week if nothing like crazy happens again and it's just social media talk then i'll be curious to see if people do stick by that point and like they ride it out with him just on culture war shit they will the culture war is very important to the right man they really mm-hmm. don't like this whole like ben shapiro keeps talking about like how they like amazon and all them had the uh, black lives matter sections on their sites like they really hate that stuff, dude. They hate that shit, man. That it fuels their fucking content. Like, how dare you want to hold police accountable? Law and order, <laughs> law and order. I just killed a cop. Oh man, I just don't see why it's like. I mean, the culture stuff. Like, what's the problem? Mm. I mean, like, it's uh, whatever. That's a separate discussion. I don't. I don't it's get weird. it. Man. It's weird. You know what it is? It's because that's all they have. Like, if you live in the middle of nowhere and all you watch is Fox News. You really do think that like there's scary black guys out there to get you? But they're that's not, what I'm, they're that's what I'm, there. It don't matter. And then I I definitely see it like for neighborhoods that are changing. Like there's a, a city in Pennsylvania, Hazelton, that my family lives in, and they said that it used to be majority white, and now a shit ton of Dominicans have like moved from New York and moved there, and it's like the demographics is changing. Tucker Carlson has done a, a monologue on this city, and. Hmm. He, you see the fear that he puts in there. It's like your neighborhoods are changing, and nobody voted for this. And da, 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 and like it's yeah, when you're in the middle of nowhere and you're just being fed like, oh man, we're not gonna have a country anymore. Like things are changing around me. I don't feel comfortable. Like that shit is gonna fuel you, and you're not gonna think of any economics or any fiscal. It's all culture war from there on. That, that, I don't you know think that, don't, that's not culture war to me. That's 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 xenophobia. Like we mm-hmm. passed culture war. Like that's for that. Man, that's how you know white privilege is good because you see how hard they fight to hold on to it. Mm, mm, straight up, yeah, they don't want to. That's how you know shit. that shit must be good, man. It must be. They great. don't want to. <laughs> I saw some shit. It's like, yeah, they are that scared because they don't want to be treated the way they treat minorities. Like that's what they're afraid of. Yeah, nobody tripping though, man. Like we're just moving, just moving. It's cheaper out there, bro. New York, that's it. bro. You got, y'all gonna get some nice Dominican food out there. Your fucking restaurants will be diversified and shit, like. I don't understand why people. They're afraid I guess, they kids. They afraid they kids gonna be darker, man. Nothing worse than is. having dark kids, man. That's what it is. That's what it is, okay, man. Okay, man. It's good. Melanin is good for you, though. It's good for you. <laughs> Yo, sunburn is easy. You know what I mean? It's, it's uh. fight the wrinkles. Melanin is good for you. It's all good. It's all good for you. We mm. season food. It's all good for you. <laughs> uh, I, I just don't understand it, man. But hey well it's been a long conversation thank you guys both for coming on here we covered a shit ton of stuff because a lot of stuff has happened since last week and i'm sure in a week even more stuff will happen thank you both so much for coming rob yo good luck on your next moves i'm not gonna say nothing because that's your privacy man but hey my dude i'm real happy for you that's fucking awesome you two have been fucking dope ass guests and dope ass people to have and have conversations with ever since i saw you guys on uh (laughs) 
at the FIT campus and you guys were talking. Both of you, fucking dope to have you on here. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Always. Hey, hey, it's been a pleasure. Pretty normal podcast. This audio will go up tomorrow. I'll put it up on all the podcasts and stuff, but we're doing it live from now on. Thank you, everybody, for watching. And it's been dope. Peace. Thank you to everyone who supports the show and has shared the show with a friend or a loved one. A special thank you to our guests, Rob and Perry, for coming on the show. Follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at A Pretty Normal. Also, make sure to check out our YouTube at youtube.com slash Productions. Once again, I am live streaming the show, and I would love to see you in the chat section joining me and getting the discussion started. My name is Xavier Diaz, and this was A Pretty Normal Podcast. Peace.